Fancy Lab. Fancy Lab. Fancy Podcast lab. Fancy Lab. Fancy Podcast. Gonna talk to my friends. Fancy gonna share a lab. thought. Gonna have a laugh. That's Fancy what I thought. Lab. Fancy Lab. Fancy Lab. Podcast. Fancy Lab. Fancy Lab Podcast. Uh, yeah. And we are back. Oh my goodness. That is correct. We are back. Oh my God. I just, it's like a, a sweet treat in my mouth just to say it. Mm, and I know how much you love sweet, sweet treats in your mouth. All right, well, that pretty little mouth of yours. It's a problem. It is a problem. It's honestly a real big problem. I know. Especially if people don't know what you're, what you're about. Sweet treats. I mean, now they know what I'm about. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's good to get it, like, you know, get that across to everyone. But you're just lucky that I can even just spend an hour out of my week not having a sweet treat in my mouth to do this podcast mm-hmm. or to, even if it's not a sweet treat just something in your mouth i know i know you've got what what they what the docs have been calling an oral fixation <sighs> don't get me started i've been talking about this all day all right i know and I, again this isn't the oral fixation podcast no no it's not well it could be although if you want to go into all things oral mm-hmm. we got i'm listening oral presentations yes we got oral fixations mm-hmm and we have oral cook cookies cookies yes yes i mean that's my favorite kind of cookie right with that creamy center oh my god i love the creamy center i mean they make the creamy center cookies for non oral intake as well but it doesn't it doesn't hit the same yeah you those know? you spit out you don't want to be boofing oreos exactly i mean or unless that's your thing i don't want to boof shame i don't really know what boofing is per se so i'm just take take, you know instead of here if you're gonna boof a beer instead of drinking it you'd you'd pour it into your butthole oh see i'm sorry i wasn't familiar with that terminology oh well it's a scientific term i thought you were talking about the character boof from boof book to the future oh i thought you were talking about from from the character boof from boof's day off (laughs) exactly ferris boofer's day off yeah and they all go boof yeah. Yeah. Well, I wasn't talking about that one. Like on Survivor, where they're all wearing their boofs. Their boofs. No, 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 no. Okay. No, no, no. All right. All right. That was my bad. Dude, I wish I was talking about Boof Tannen. Well, you know what? Let me just be the first to say we're back on the Fancy Lad Podcast. Where are we, though? We are in the Fancy Lad Podcast studio. Oh, thank God. I was worried. I don't and... like being other places, you know? Mm-hmm. 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 It's scary. It is scary. It's frightening. I know. We're like kind of like in a comforted womb here. We are kind of comfy in a womb here, and we have a, a large amount of placenta to feast mm-hmm. on, mm-hmm. so we don't have anything to worry about. Exactly. Except for that, you know, the day of reckoning when we have to travel through the canal. <sighs> God damn it. Yeah. And then get reborn into this fucking sh- shitty goddamn... Hopefully it's another world, actually. Mm-hmm. Well, that'd be cool. Yeah. But... I mean, okay, let's let's recover the basis real quick. Okay. We're back. We're back. On the Fancy Lab Podcast. Right. In, in the, the Fancy Lab Podcast, Podcast studio. studio. Mm-hmm. And you're repeating, I mean, you're saying, saying the same, same sentences, sentences as the, the same, same time. Oh, I thought you were going to say Tom. Because we finish mm-hmm. each, each other's, other's lunch. And sandwiches. Oh, Multiple sandwiches. Yes, exactly. You're lucky. You're living the high life having more than one sandwich. Well, you know, the podcast has really paid off for me. Oh. But, you know, now that we're Free- back. Wait, really? Oh, oh shit. 
Ah, I shouldn't have said that. Um, all right. Not to self-cancel secret bank account. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you want me to cut all that out? Yeah, could you? Yeah, I will. Don't worry. Because I want Tom to I'll find out. Note. Don't worry. That guy's when he's an editing idiot. this. He's, he's an idiot. He doesn't notice things. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, I say screw taking a break, you know, for this very special episode, this very special comedy-related episode. Ooh. Where we're actually going to try to be funny this time. Oh, shit. Really? Well, I mean, maybe. Okay, yes. But for the for the listeners, just assume we're trying to be funny. Yeah. And if it's not funny, then, you know, just assume we're bad at it. Yeah, and assume it's some sort of meta happening and just mm-hmm. kind of snap your fingers oh, after God. everything we say. I love meta happenings. <laughs> Honestly, one of my, my favorite kind of happening, besides the happening. Right. Directed by Emna Shadalala. Absolutely. One of the greatest twists in cinematic history. Starring Marky Mark. Marky Funky Mark of, and the Funky Bunch. They're all in there. Mm-hmm. 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 Owner of Wahlberg Burgers. Mm-hmm. Which, Notoriously racist. Which also, it's kind of weird that their logo is just the balls without the shaft. It is weird. But you know what? Something about just the balls. Also, I don't even want to bring them up because I know you're in a very delicate state right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, what? The, oh, but my balls. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to bring them up. Yeah, no. That's a weird way not to bring them up. Yeah, I know. Is <laughs> to explicitly bring them up. Well, you know, after you told me you sacked on the curb, I just wanted to address the elephant in the room, which mm-hmm. probably is your elephantitis balls. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I spent I spent six hours in the emergency room today. Yep. You know, because Spanky told me to go get him checked out. He said, well, if Spanky says You got to do, do what Spanky says. You got to do what Spanky says. You got to. And uh, the goat, you know, like they kept they kept sending in nurse after nurse to look at them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I know they're really, really swollen. Like, I know. And they're like, no, it's not that. It's just the dick is just so, so small. <laughs> um, At first, the, actually, the first doctor I saw when he looked at it, he was like, oh, my God, you lobbed it off. Why didn't you come in sooner? I said, no, 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 it's still there. I just, I, you know, I pulled aside a few of my freshly manscaped pubes. Mm-hmm. They're still, a, I, I shaved this morning, though, so they had some good growth on them, you know, so that's why they were covering it. Yeah. Pulled those aside, and they said, mm-hmm. oh, there it is. <laughs> and it was probably an attractive doctor, right? Oh, they were, oh my God, they were, I've dealt with nothing but attractive so people. So it's probably looking a little bigger than usual. I've told probably... At least 20 strangers about my bruised <laughs> testicles in the last two days. Yeah. And some of them have been very attractive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some of them, I mean, most of them, you know, all of them are, you know, attractive to most people, I'd How, say. But some of them are like, oh, shit. Okay. I wish I didn't have to tell you about this. Really quick before we introduce our guest. Mm-hmm. How, how do you bring it up? How do you broach the subject when you approach a stranger uh, to tell them about your bruised ball sack? Well, usually I, I you know, so we're on the sidewalk, say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm walking behind them. Mm-hmm. I'll speed up so I get right next to them. Okay. Oh, what? what the? And then I walk right next to them. Yeah. Oh, when they notice oh, I'm there and look at me, I slowly turn and I say, "My balls are bruised." And then I run away. Go. Wait. I want to hear more. No. <laughs> and that's me going down the sidewalk. Damn. Yeah. With those classic dust trails the whole way. Mm-hmm. Damn. You do that all the time. I do do that all the time. That's kind of my thing. Yeah. Classic dust trail, Tom. Well, you know, it seems a little unfair to give that juicy gossip and then just take off like that. I know, I know. But hey, good thing. It's like a one-night stand of uh, facts being spat at you. That's my my least favorite kind of one-night stand. Yeah. You think you're going to have some fun, you end up with a fucking six-hour lecture? 
Oh, okay. About the Byzantine Empire? Oh, my, I could go on for more than six hours. Probably well, I six know, and but a half, what, at but least. Like, I mean, what information do you not already know? Mm, it's not like they're, they're finding new information out about It's not the like Byzantine Peter Empire. Jackson is making mm-hmm. documentaries of unseen footage of the Byzantine Empire. And you're right? like, wow, these Byzantine Empire guys were cooler than I thought. They were actually kind of punk. Yeah. 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 Mm. But yeah, my balls are okay. It all checked out. Well, that's great to hear. Mm-hmm. And you know... I don't have to get them removed. Really? I don't have to. <laughs> I opted to. Smart choice. Because mm-hmm. you want to get into Heaven's Gate. Yeah, they said they wouldn't do it. And it's, then I said, well, what if I were to just cut them off? And I cut them <laughs> off. I was like, would you stitch me up? And they were like, oh, Jesus. Oh, Christ. Oh, God. Oh, that's so much blood. Yeah. And then, you know. You know, it's weird after the whole uh, cult committed suicide that you're mm-hmm. still their only follower of Heaven's Gate. It is weird. Yeah. You know, but I'm just into those exclusive clubs that just like seem impossible to get into. I need to get in. Yeah. I need to get in. You know what? I get that. And you know what? Skateboarding is kind of an exclusive club like that. So, I mean, I think it's about time to introduce our special guest. Our super exclusive guest. Exclusive guest. Exclusive guest. Yeah, uh, that was uh, Bob Dylan right there. Mm -hmm. uh, Well, clearly. For those in the know. Mm -hmm. Um, Nancy. But yeah. Hey, this is a first. This is actually a first Mm -hmm. on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Having, well, no, no, it's not necessarily a first, actually, because we've had DJ Doug Pound. Uh We've had Sloppy Boys. Uh And uh, can you think of any other skateboard-related comedians that have been on the podcast? I guess, I mean, you could make an argument for, uh, like, Bubby Toad and, you know, FU Crew. Yeah, he's kind of a vlog. But no, I'd say, I'd say no, besides besides that, no. And all I right. hope we're not missing someone. Well, let me introduce all the way from the, the greater Seattle area. Legendary up-and-coming <laughs> skateboard comedian, Taylor Clark. Hello. Hey, thanks for having me. I, it's, I'm, I've always wanted to do the nine clubs, so this is huge. This is huge. This is going to be a Although good practice I don't round. actually know what he's talking about when he says nine club to you. It's, no, I think, he might, I think he misspoke. I think he was talking about that ten club thing we were talking about. Mm. Wait, which podcast is this? This is Fancy Lab Podcast, the number one premier, one and only skateboarding podcast. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. With hard-hitting, hard-hitting skate journalists. Because you told me this was the nine club. No, luckily, we we don't. Uh, have any other skateboard podcast to even compete with because mm-hmm. we are the only one. No competition. Okay, so I'm on. The, I'm in the right place then. Yeah, because I wanted to do the skateboarding podcast. Yeah. Right, and this is it. This is it. Oh, yeah, okay. This is oh, okay, good. So we're we're all on the same page. We've got I, the the. I mean, you know, no one's even going to be listening to the Nine Club anymore now that freaking Mark Oblaw talked about Gator. Okay, so they they're done. Okay. Their time in the sun is gone, and we are here to shine like Icarus. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so you made it to the right place at the right time, Taylor. Oh, I'm excited to be here. This is awesome. Yeah. And to be the first of 10 comedians that skateboard on the podcast, I mean, it's that's huge. it's an honor. Yeah. That's I huge. mean, I, I get, we're going to get tattoos after this. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. You know, let's just start, uh, you know, I guess with, with your skateboarding. You know, I guess we could start there, maybe make our way into the comedy, but, you know, we're a skateboard podcast first. Sure. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, we so try to be serious. We do hard hitting journalism here, so we try to be serious. Mm-hmm. Right. So then, please, please don't fuck around. Then you can get your yuck yucks in after that. Okay? Oh, there'll be plenty of time for yuck yucks. Mm-hmm. And what are yuck yucks? Oh, you're you're going to find out. <laughs> this is something that you guys do here. <laughs> they're yuck yuck section. Yeah. Okay. They're yeah yucks. When you see it, you'll uh, know. Beca- yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When yeah. you see it, you'll oh, know okay. because you'll go, ooh, yuck yuck. Right, right, right. I thought uh, it's French, I believe, right? Oh, yuck yuck. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Um, it's 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 the chuckles within the bucket are the yuck yucks. Okay, sign me up. Isn't the chuckle the 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 area between the 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 pig's taint and the anus? Yeah, I think so. And they fry it up. Mm, if chuckle. you haven't had a good Boston chuckle mm-hmm. over barbecue sauce and coleslaw, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've had a, the regional dish. No. Well, here we typically pair it with uh, New England clam chowder. So you do a couple of chuckles, a couple with, of chuckles, mm-hmm. two free chuckles, and then. Side of New England clam chowder, which of course has the the white the white creamy sauce, right, right. none of that Manhattan clam chowder bullshit. Gross with tomato, and then yeah. topped with American cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lots of American <laughs> cheese too. At least nine slices. Nine, ten, nine or ten. Nine, eh, ten. I mean, overdo it. That is a little overdoing it, honestly. Well, Velveeta or Kraft? Oh, Kraft. We can't afford Velveeta out here. Rich Are snobs. <laughs> the Velveeta. You know, now that I think about it, since, uh, you know, um, you have you had any sponsors, actually, in my life? Yeah. Yeah, I've had sponsors. Shop sponsors? Shop, and uh, I was sponsored by Imperial Motion back in the day when they used to have a skate team, and I was sponsored by Zoo York mm-hmm. for years. And uh, Really? Zoo York? Yeah. Yeah, I was on, like, the roster, like, I wanted to go am, you know, yeah. but I did not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I was sponsored by Zoo York and Flow for Life. Flow for Life. Yeah, I was on Bro Flow. That was definitely what I was on. Yeah. Um, and uh, Zoo York shoes for a hot minute. Remember oh, that? Yeah. How were they? Z- oh, the worst. Oh, okay. Um, that makes sense. You've you've heard of Skechers? Uh, yeah, I'm familiar. So worse than that. They're the S, right? Yeah, it's like a rollerblade boot with no roller b- wheels on it. Well, that doesn't sound fun at all. No, it was terrible. <laughs> but they also were ugly. So that was nice. Win win. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then shop sponsors. Yeah, shout wow. out Lost Boy Skate Shop out of business. BC Surf and Sport out of business. Yeah, <laughs> I'm noticing yeah. A, a common thread. Trickwood here. out of business. Every, I, what every I do one is of you run my skate shops out of town. I was going to say, do you have a single sponsor that still exists? No, I don't like those. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I come into a company on their way out. So <laughs> you had. Do it. So you originally had big dreams of being a, a fancy professional skateboarder. And yeah, and that's how that's one of the reasons I think I stopped getting sponsors because I'd be like, you guys are fancy and then send up my tape. <laughs> yeah. No, no reply. And you said it with that uh, Midwest accent, even mm. though you're from <laughs> uh, Seattle slash New York. Yeah, that's yeah. why my accent's all mixed up. Yeah. yeah. Seattle. Oh, yeah, 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 I found like yeah. a middle road clashed right in the, in the middle yeah, in the Midwest. And I have a, a slight lisp, but which doesn't help me when I say things like fancy. Mm hmm. I think it helps. I mean, it's it's a funnier sound. <laughs> I think it helps a lot. Thanks. But you did. So let me get this straight. I mean, let me get this story straight. If I if it's you know if I'm just assuming right. So you did the unthinkable, where after your dreams were crushed, after you realized that the professional skateboarding dream was a lie. Mm-hmm. You and well, uh, I still yeah. want to be pro. Oh shit! Oh, God. <laughs> 
<laughs> Skate Break Dream was alive Listen, inside of me, ev- always. <laughs> everyone knows the rock and roll ethos is alive. Mm-hmm. It's like when you believe in the Easter Bunny or the Sasquatch. Or, or, or making it and having a career. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The, or income tax. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, that's not real? No, it's not real. Shit. No need to pay that. Santa takes care of that. <laughs> yeah, Santa takes care of that. Dear Santa, square everything up with the IRS, please. <laughs> Love, Tom. That's actually a good gift. Dear Tom, please stop writing me in August. It is extremely unprofessional. Sincerely, Morgan Freeman. Yeah, out of season for both Christmas and taxes. (laughs) Love, Santa. P.S. Can you please stop having those oversized live M&Ms when I come into your home? They're really starting to freak me out. That's rather Santa sends you voice memos. Yeah. Yeah, he texts me the voice memos instead of just leaving me a voicemail. But I write him letters. Yeah. And then it's yeah. really it's concern. Then he texts yeah. me voice memos. It's like when you email somebody and then they call you. You're like, what the, I thought we were agreed to a format here. Right. Have you ever even tried emailing Santa at gmail.com? <laughs> I have not. Yeah. So <laughs> I think everyone should try to do that, actually. And see what they get as a response. What if Jesus replies? <laughs> yeah. Whoa. That's going to freak me out. It's like no one's emailed this address in 2,000 years. Um, do you guys supply Santa's workshop with Fancy Lad product? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't want them making the elves making it themselves. No, we don't want some cheap knockoff. No. Yeah. Well, we order breaks and they hit me up and I'm like, it wasn't me. It was the fucking elf. <laughs> yeah. I told you. <laughs> Well, we have no. The... You can't lock me up. It was the elves. <laughs> we have the we have the boards sent there, and we have the heat transfers sent there, and we leave it up to the elves to do the heat transfer oh, yeah. themselves. They grip it. They grip them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. From what I understand from the voice memos Santa has left me is that they they use two elves pick up one elf and use his hot little butt cheeks to to <laughs> do the heat transfer. They rub it down with those. Because as that you know, elves the North Pole way. Yeah, exactly. You got those, those elves got those big, bulbous, hot little butt cheeks. <laughs> yep. Famously. Famously. I mean, that's like the first scene of Rudolph, right? If I right. remember correctly. Yeah, Rudolph lights up their He lights up butt a doobie. Cheeks. And then he oh, starts yeah. grabbing on those. High. Rudolph yeah, those gets high. Rudolph gets high as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people think it's his red nose that puts him up in the sky. But no, those reindeers <laughs> no, no, no. are smoking grass, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and smoking hot. I mean, what? <laughs> Um, no, the elves are the smoking hot ones. Yeah, We've yeah, covered yeah, the, the yeah. sexy butts. <laughs> so anyway, in short, I was sponsored by Zoo York via Santa Claus. Via Santa Claus. Homie hookup. That's bro flow. My yeah. bro was Santa Claus. Yeah. And who's East Coast? A lot of people don't know. It's yeah. the East Coast powerhouse. It, yeah, he does represent an East Coast. It is crazy. Were you living in New York at the time that you are skating for Zoo York? Yes, I was. Nice. So it wasn't just a clever name. No, it is actually from New York. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm just still caught. They up tried on out the... Jew York skateboards, and yeah. I guess it was like not selling or something. And then they went with Zoo York, but still applicable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised that wasn't selling. You know, um, you think they would have a huge support community there? <laughs> we thought this would sell. Yeah, it seems like a good idea. <laughs> Jerry, get this. Who is that? Ah, who are you? It's Kramer. Oh, okay. Could have sworn that was Batman. <laughs> I know, Jerry. <laughs> I was, uh, I was mixing up. I was. You fear a bomb, Jerry. 
I was trying to think of some crazy idea that Kramer was going to have. He, he never has crazy ideas. These skateboards are never going to sell, Jerry. <laughs> skateboards that ride themselves, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So you were this close to turning pro for Zoo York. Sure, let's let's paint that. <laughs> let's print that. Let's print the legend. Well, no one no and one can see how big had... how big that, that the fingers are apart. <laughs> it's like probably like ten times the size of my penis. Oh, okay. So that's pretty big. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. And then you oh dude, it might had to have been an injury, man. It kinda, oh, it was an injury. I knew it. I knew it. it dude, totally. Same thing happened to me, mm-hmm. dude. I was, was it your balls? Pro. No, it was my ego. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Zared said my style was weak. And then uh I never recovered. No, I, I brass I bashed my ankle really bad. Like I rolled it really bad and I just wasn't skating. And uh and then I got a real estate job. In wow. New York. Ooh. Wow. Uh, that sounds like a real job. No pun intended. Dude, it's crazy because I, it wasn't a real job. <laughs> but my landlord, I was trying to convince him to charge me less money uh, for rent. And uh, he was like, nobody ever talks me out of money, but you're doing a really good job of it. So why don't uh, I'll lower your rent, but now you work for me. <laughs> so I was, I was like a babysitter at the time in New York. So I was like so stoked to have a real, like any kind of real money. So I just started working for him immediately. Yeah. No one talks me out of money. <laughs> yeah, You're hired. That's yeah. how we did it. <laughs> well, that's great. And then the fact that you didn't turn pro because, you know, with one door, with the window closing, mm-hmm. the, the door, door opened. Open. And there might be a doggy door in there. Yeah, it was a doggy door. That's, that's what I was, I was renting out doggy apartments. <laughs> and you <laughs> thought to yourself, now that I am depressed and suicidal, mm-hmm. I might as well become a stand-up comedian. I was already doing comedy, though. Oh. I, I started doing comedy when I was, like, 21 in Seattle. I moved to New York to really pursue stand-up. And uh, my best friend, Ben, was started working for Zoo and then uh, started hooking me up with boards and stuff. And I basically stopped doing comedy so I could keep skating because that was, like, the OG dream. Right. I had given up. Yeah. When I moved to New York, I was, like, 23, so I was, like, I I thought my I was never gonna have a skateboard career, you yeah. know. I mm-hmm. thought that was for the teenagers, right? So, and most people told me that yeah. <laughs> that you're too old for this, right? And I was only 23, so anyway, I was like, you know, whatever, just doing stand up. And then uh, we were, I was so intoxicated by the New York City skateboard spots, honestly, just like, oh my god, the courthouse and the yeah. ledges at the museum and everything, and just like I couldn't the, turn off my skater brain, so the I was blah, just. Blah. The what? The blah blah. The, the blah, blah. The blah blah. It was also the, the blah, blah. blah blah. Um, so skating around and seeing the blah blah and all the other spots, I was just like wanted to skate all the time. And so we like saved up, we bought a VX and started filming each other and like ended up getting a bunch of footage and that's what got me on like Zoo York and stuff. And then when my ankle broke, I was I just started doing real estate, it was basically just trying to maintain a job and survive in New York City. Yeah. And then I started a comedy show in the apartment building that I was renting out. And that's how I got back into stand-up was after oh. my ankle got fucked up. So you started your own sort yeah. of DIY venue. Yeah. Yeah, I started doing, like, alt-indie comedy shows or producing yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. And does your landlord know about this? Don't tell him. Okay. I was going <laughs> to no. say. No, he loved it because it was just, like, a thing to do in the building. Right. So, like, 100 people moved into the building or whatever. And in comedy, it's the hardest thing to do is, like, draw an audience, especially in New York. Mm-hmm. So I had, like, a built-in audience for this show. They could just wander down while they were doing their laundry and, like, watch a comedy show. Mm-hmm. So 
comedians loved to do it because the audience was like super comfortable. You know, they're like at their house. Right. So uh, the landlord was stoked. In short, they're in their PJs. <laughs> they're in their PJs. Trying to trying to remember if they put a dryer sheet in already. Yeah. Or if they put a second one off. in, is there some their clothing going to be too soft? Those are the what they're obsessing about instead of listening to my jokes. They're trying to get see if you have any quarters. <laughs> they do come down while I'm on stage yeah, in the like, middle of the joke. Quarters? Yeah. Do you have any quarters? It's like, yeah, of course I got some fucking quarters. Just get out of here. Yeah, it's part of the gig. Yeah. You think I run a comedy show and don't have a pocket full of quarters? I got one of those train conductor quarter belts. And they on put me. a dollar in my mouth Ooh, and I then like I spit those. them out. <laughs> I have one of those. Yeah. I always like them. And I have one of those in my room. They're awesome. A change machine? Yeah, one of those change oh, machines. Oh, like, the, love, like yeah. the train the conductor? The old train conductors, yeah. Those are fucking awesome. Or my uncle had one when I was little, and I was like, I want that. Do you think Batman had one of those, too? Yes. Like, on the belt with everything else? I did. I also will change. I've changed for five. <laughs> the people don't really re- notice this or realize it, because they don't show it much in the movies or the comics and stuff, but Batman spends a lot of his time just down in like the in the train system you know making change for people making making change for people mm-hmm. or just giving out change and then now occasionally that is that's a real hero it is a real hero and then occasionally he puts on a bear suit and plays uh kitar yep that brings in the big bucks which is kind of weird that he already has a suit from another animal mm-hmm. that he could just keep on while he's playing the kitar mm-hmm. but he decides well, to change out of it to wear the bear suit right 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 well i mean you know, but they're two different animals, though. One's a bear, one's a bat. No, uh, I, I uh, get that. A Borat, if you will. The one's a. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, it could be a Borat. I could see Batman <laughs> doing some Borat impressions in no, the but train. Bear rat, right? It's a bat. Bear rat. Bat, bat bear? Bear rat. Bat air? Oh, you're talking like bear rat? Yeah, bear rat. That's right. More like a record skip. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> or a ramp slow mo. Right. <laughs> So what were we talking about? Batman doing laundry with quarters? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> because he probably shits his undies all the time. Well, I mean, that's where this this. Well, definitely. He's definitely shitting his undies all the time. Yeah. You put that suit on. It's like, a, you know, when you're going out to play in the snow, you know, you put your your snow pants on, your jacket and everything. <laughs> you're not going to take, you're off, not gonna the take off to take a shit. No. Yeah. So why would you take off the bat suit? He's like you just dump right in there. Alfred will take care of it when he gets home. And you know, you know my classic Batman impersonation, mm-hmm. the famous one that I have where he goes, Take that, Joker! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but he gets home and she's like, Did you make a duty in here, Master Wayne? It smells like fecal matter. Where is it? It's right here in the bottom of the suit, near the near where the bum would be. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yes. <laughs> So, long story short, Taylor When Batman Clark... has swamp ass, do you think he calls it bat butt? <laughs> Probably. I mean, but do bats live in the Alfred, swamp? Alfred, I got a hard case yeah. of bat butt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He loves the uh, the alliteration there. Okay, so we can, sorry, we can move on. Uh, I was going anyway, to... do you I think Alfred... Gonna, I was, yeah, I was going to ask say, Taylor Batman... Clark another question, but we yeah. can keep talking about Batman. <laughs> well, I'm just I mean, wondering, do you think his poop this, is, is extremely is, toxic? This, like this an is actual his only chance to be on the you... Fanslide podcast, so if he right. wants to talk about Batman, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, we're talking about bat shit. At this. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, 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 right. Right, right. And I think, isn't that where COVID came from? So really, Batman oh, could have caused COVID. From eating his own fecal matter? Well, Alfred... Fed it to him. Yeah. That's a possibility. Alfred could have ate it. I mean... I, I wouldn't I mean, blame him. 
Alfred's free he's to do what he guy wants. for like 50 years. When he's, might... Since he's a little boy, you probably are obsessed with this fucking guy. Yeah, you probably get a, like, I want to eat his shit. Yeah, you probably get a taste <laughs> for his shit. Yeah. Honestly, with that much exposure, how could you not get an extreme taste for their shit? Imagine being Alfred, making minimum mm-hmm. wage, okay. and watching this little five-year-old shithead mm-hmm. become a fucking billionaire right in front of your eyes and still having to clean his shit and eat it mm-hmm. for fun. <laughs> <laughs> So still having don't to have to ask shit. me twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but still getting to eat it. Yeah, right. Ha- forcibly, mm-hmm. it's his obligation Forced because to he clean. accepted the position as right. butler mm-hmm. to clean his shit. Mm-hmm. He's a man of his word, but it's his shit eating volition that he loves so much. That's one of the benefits of the gig. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like with it's one of the perks. You know, yeah. Like if you're insurance. interviewed for any butler gig, you're, eventually the question is like, "How's the shit taste?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's like getting free dunks at a skate shop, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the bill- the real good billionaires, and I'm sure Bruce Wayne is one of them, they raffle off their shit. That's mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. Man. Mm-hmm. How do you think he became a billionaire? <laughs> exactly. Those so- Wayne Dukes. <laughs> yeah. He has, a- he has an OnlyFans where he sells, like, parts of his bat suit. How many He's people like, are wore- still listening, do you think? <laughs> well, mm. all of them. Actually, this is we're hitting on probably more the gold. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say. I think people are people are starting to tune in now. They said, "Oh, Wait, I, I, they're talking about <laughs> Alfred eating Batman's shit." Fast forward. I'm in. Fast forward. I'm in. This is the kind of skateboarding podcast I'm looking for. Yeah. Um. So back to Taylor Clark. Unless you have mm-hmm. any other Batman observations that you want to toss out, there. we'll do it after the pod. <laughs> yeah, or you know, if they come up, if they come up organically, we'll worry about it. Then. Yeah. Do you think he eats organic and that's why his shit tastes so, so good? Yeah, Jeffrey says it's like super Definitely. fibrous as well. Yeah. My motherfucking Bruce Wayne's eating fucking, you know, he ain't eating Applebee's and shit. He's going to fucking sweet greens. He He's just, getting the salads. Yeah, I was going to say his fucking, his dumps looking like a motherfucking kava bowl. He's fucking, he's like Tom Brady, dude. Mm-hmm. He likes to eat healthy so he can work out more. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. No carbs, no mm-hmm. intoxicating foods, or not intoxicating, inflammatory foods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Batman keeps it tight. Mm-hmm. So, but also no intoxicating foods. He doesn't get drunk. No, he doesn't. On food. No, he doesn't drink. But like, he boozes. Whis- <laughs> he doesn't eat whiskey-infused salmon. God, that sounds good. Oh, God. So number one skateboard-related comedian, Taylor Clark, mm-hmm. decides to- Formerly. Now I'm the number one Batman comedian. Yeah. <laughs> decides to pack it up from the hub of comedy which is new york city and move out to everett washington am i getting this right correct yeah the now, other was that a smart move <laughs> for comedy yeah. no no it was uh i don't know what what would you call it uh traumatic uh dumb mm-hmm. those two the main ones uh detrimental <laughs> short-sighted so what maybe? was, no, so what no, was I, the well, motivation there well, I was I quit comedy, so that was a big part of it. I had a son. I was in comedy uh, or trying to do comedy while he was like one to three years old, and I was going from doing comedy almost every single night to doing it like maybe once a week, and then mm-hmm. sometimes even less. So I wasn't even really doing comedy anymore when I lived in New York, mm-hmm. and so I was like, well, if I'm not going to do comedy, uh, why do I live here? You know, right? Yeah. And so. Me and my wife, who she was kind of falling out of love with her career as well. So we were like, well, we're doing this real estate thing. You're like, why don't we just go do that in Seattle where we have my family around and we have friends with kids and, you know, all the support. 
Um, so that's what we did. And then when I moved out there, um, I was still kind of hobbying as a comedian, like doing open mics here and there and like the random spot. But then, uh, uh, I got asked to audition for this comedy contest and I did really, I got made it into the contest and I did really well. I'm all the way to the finals and all the people in the contest were like professional comedians for the most part. So it just kind of proved to me for the first time in 15 years of doing stand up that I was like actually pretty good at it. Yeah. And then I started basically taking it really seriously after that. Mm-hmm. That Yeah. Do you like, um, the guy that, uh, hosts Tony Hawk podcast with him? Uh, the Jason guy that Ellis? Jason Ellis. Jason Ellis. I like Jason Ellis. Yeah, I talked to him. Have you seen his stand up? I haven't seen his stand up. Someone told me he's fucking hilarious. So yeah, I, that's want, what I'm I was in. curious. I that's what I was going to ask. Yeah, because I haven't seen it. I I just assumed as a professional that you would have seen it. I I honestly looked online briefly and couldn't find it. I'm nervous to see it honestly because even if it's funny, he's still like a pretty young comedian. Right, he's new to the game. Yeah, so like some people can get laughs like early, fast, and stand up or whatever, but that doesn't really mean they're like a developed comic. Yeah, and so sometimes when I really like someone, the last thing I want to do is see their stand up because then it might change my mm. opinion of them. Skating's like that too, right? Yeah. Where you're like, man, I really like this guy, and then you see them skate, and you're like, this is. Is this, yeah, yeah, this is, this is awful. You, is this your way of telling me uh, <laughs> what you think of me now? Because we skated with each other today. I did. I did like you earlier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. When I was like landing stuff. Right. No. No. Before you were skating, and then. Oh right. Right. Just, right, right. You know, just, just like, completely before I stepped on a board. Right. And then I was like, yikes. Yeah. That I mean, to be, to be fair, you do uh, ride roller skates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got to stay cutting edge somehow. You know what? Thinking outside the box is how you got where you are today. So I'm not going to judge. It's just not my favorite style of skating as someone who skates on roller skates on their skateboard. Keep the people guessing. You got (laughs) to fuck with their minds, man. You know that as a comedian, you have to brainwash them into, you know, feeling what you feel and then smack them from the side. You know? Yeah. A lot of people don't realize how much hypnotism there is in Mm standing, but it's mostly that. Yeah. And the physical abuse when you actually go smack them in the side of the head. (laughs) Right, right, right. But that's actually just fun. Since the Oscars, everybody knows that that's a bigger part of comedy. Right. Yeah. Anyone thought, but a lot of people don't realize it because uh, they are hypnotized. And the stand-up comics, most of us carry around a an umbrella with a, like a spiral yeah. on the graphic on it, you know. And we spin that oh, for the I, crowd. I thought that was just to shield all the tomatoes being thrown at you. Well, it's a twofer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. You block the tomatoes and you hypnotize the crowd into forgetting that you brought an umbrella and that they brought tomatoes. Yeah, yeah. and then bada bing, bada boom, they love all your dick jokes. Mm-hmm. I love that. Oh, God, I'm glad to good. be able to teach the skateboard audience a little bit more about how stand-up comedy works. Exactly, because you know we don't have an to inside to the industry mm-hmm. like Taylor Clark until now. Right, that's true. Yeah, the tenth comedian on this podcast. Yeah, or eleventh. We don't know. We, we'll have to look at. We'll have to look back at the. the Regardless, and see. It's, yeah. it's an honor. Yeah. Um, but naturally, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I think right. I think he's very funny. I've listened to him on his podcast and stuff, and he's legitimately hilarious. Like. Mm-hmm. You know, as funny as any other comedian on a podcast, really. So I'm excited to yeah, see Yeah, but stand-up. the stand-up's a different ball game. That's like more of an art form. So Yeah, it takes a different style of – it's a craft, right? So right. you have – I mean, he he said it in his interviews that he at first, which is a lot of what a lot of comedy uh, comics do when they first start, is try to do a brand-new set every single time. Yeah. 
and that you're not going to get much better doing that. So you have to kind of work on the same jokes a lot, make little changes, yeah. change a word here, slow down here until you can see a consistency starting to happen right. with the material. The pacing. Yeah. And he said in his interviews that he did realize that. And now he works really hard on his material. And when I talked to him, he says he has like 10 to 15 minutes. Like that's a very generous. That's not him telling me like. I've got a half an hour and I can headline or whatever. Like that was good. He, yeah, that he keeps it down. He came in first. Was that a Sorry. was that a voice memo or yeah? Oh, that no, that was him. Yeah, yeah, he popped in. Just Yo, Zebo, I told you, no, no Australians allowed in here. <laughs> oh, crikey! I'm gonna guess I'll be out. But he's he's kind of the the most famous, I guess, comedian. To, I mean, because Jason Lee's not it really a comedian he's not a stand-up comic. yeah no he, jason ellis is like legit doing stand-up comedy and he's touring with like big comics like brian callen and shit yeah so that's like what I he's, heard. In it, he's in it he said when i talked to him that he's like addicted to it and that's yeah. what we were talking about you kind of have to right. have that addiction because there's really no other way to justify doing it it's kind of dumb yeah to yeah. have it take up suck up that much of your life yeah and just like <laughs> there's just there's almost no chance with no anything happens payoff like, yeah exactly. yeah yeah <laughs> like uh, he's lucky he's already got an audience. Like he has a huge following already because he had a hit show on Sirius or whatever. So, right, I, which I didn't even know about. I didn't either. And so he, and he's been on Howard Stern and shit like that. Yeah. So I'll he, he's that. got like more comedy notches in his belt before he ever even started doing stand up than a lot of professional comedians, you know? So I think he'll have like a pretty good career if he, if he's committed to it, which it sounds like he is kind of like me and Tom hosting the number one skateboard podcast in the universe. Mm hmm. That's true. It's kind of like that. That's one notch under our belt, dude. Mm -hmm. That's the, that's just the only. That's the one notch. Yeah, we only have one. No, notch. we said that is one notch. Oh. No, 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 no. We only have one notch, which is good because you only honestly, need one. I, I, we only need one, and I don't know how we would hide our fucking boners if we didn't have that notch to tuck up. Well, he's our pants. He, that's true. He's missing a yeah. boner. He'll yeah. never have one again. Yeah. No. I, I'll be fine. My, my belts can be notchless from here on out. Doctor's orders. Fucking lucky guy gets to have fucking notchless belts over here. I got to fucking sit here with at least one notch. Hosting the greatest and best, biggest skateboard podcast in the world. Damn it. So, you know, so just back to Taylor Clark, though. How so many everybody knows. notches in Batman's belt? I mean, do you think he is notched or does he does it just... I'm assuming it's magnet. Magnet. I'm it's assuming it's magnet. It's yeah. for sure magnet. You might want some magnet. notches. Magnet. magnet. Dude, Batman, you know, he might want to indulge in some really greasy food from time to time and might have to add a notch to the belt, you know? But then the, magnet. yeah, the magnets. Yeah. Yeah, the magnets, magnets. just go. Magnets. Magnets. Yeah, magnets. Oh, they're extending magnets. <laughs> well, I mean, they're magnets. It's like there's a bunch of them in there, so it could go. They're mag. They're, they're mag notches. They're mag notches. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Magnotic notches. That, I love that meal from McDonald's. Magnotic notch. McDonald's, actually. Mm. Um, so Taylor Clark moved to Seattle, Washington. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he said... Everett. Oh Everett, 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 Washington. Everett, 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 Everett. Home of Vicks Market. I know. I'm saying Seattle, so the people outside of here have a point of reference. Because no one knows where the fuck... Ever it is okay, no, nor true. should they. Or, I mean, and, and most people don't have a map application built directly onto their phone. <laughs> that's true. Uh, One day, did Fraser Crane move to Everett, Washington? <laughs> I think not. Okay, no, but that's did, why did they Kurt don't. Cobain come out of the Everett scene? No. I think not. No, but I mean that's why when they when they say Fraser Crane, they don't say Fraser Crane from Everett because he's not from Everett. Right, but they do say that for me. They do say <laughs> yeah. that for you. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah. you are right. 
how long has it been since then that, that you decided to is this your first comedy tour that you're going on first of all, let tell let's everybody tell everyone why you're here you're going on a comedy tour from the east coast all the way from to albany the... <laughs> to florida tampa tampa florida for Correct. tampa pro mm-hmm. is this the first time that you're attempting a comedy tour I did a, uh, I mean, I've been on the road enough, like, to do gigs all over the place, but I've never done, like, a branded tour as with me as, like, the headliner like this. I did on the West Coast last summer, mm-hmm. but it was, like, COVID style, so I did, it was mostly outdoor shows, and I did, like, random pop-up shows at, like, skate parks and stuff. I had, like, a whole show I could hook up to a car battery, like a speaker and a mic and a lights and everything like that. So I actually did a show at the Island in San Francisco, you know, that spot. Just, like, randomly popped up at this bus station. And Is it near the It's right by Embarcadero. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I did yeah. that. So I did a show, like, at the Island. Dude, I know. It's the spot where fucking Strubing High Speed yes. fucking blunted that shit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Popped out, man. Just like that. Um, that's one. Yep. Uh, so I random, but so this tour on the East Coast is uh, it's a lot more organized and it's a lot better planned, and uh, it's so I don't know. I don't want to call. Wait, it Wait, so first it's a lot tour. better planned. Is that why you reached out to me last minute saying, "Hey, can you find me a venue? <laughs> I have nowhere to perform, but I already booked the date." Right. That's exactly right. That is some good plan. <laughs> yeah, seriously, it's not bad. Yeah, <laughs> and, I was, and I was scrambling, and <laughs> I said two days before your show, I found a place. <laughs> but that is better. This is how poorly planned my last tour was. Is I left my driveway with my car full of shit, with nothing confirmed. <laughs> like I was like, on, I had the date set. Um, I had people buying tickets, and anything. I just had nothing, no venues confirmed. A lot of that last time, though, was because of COVID. Like, I had shit planned, venues confirmed, but then they would close. Or, oh, we can't do an event anymore this weekend. The mandates, da-da-da-da-da. And then, like, actually, this venue is closed forever now. On and on, all the way down. That's why this time I was kind of excited to just do it in skate shops. Because skate shops are just so easy to work with compared right. to it's already a venues. Space. Yeah, and they're excited to do it. Yeah. You know, whereas like another venue, they, you know, want you to jump through hoops and sometimes you have to rent it and all this kind of stuff. And so I was, uh, I've been working with Chris Naratko, who started the Support Your uh, Local Skate Shop and Skate oh, yeah. Shop friend Day. Of, friend of the podcast. Has oh, he yeah. been on here? Uh, He's been on here. So I guess we best. should include him as one of the comedians, too. I don't think he would appreciate that. But well, I think he's a joker. <laughs> he's a, quite a joker. <laughs> don't tell me. One of the funniest dudes in skateboarding for sure. I mean, Big Brother legend. I mean, yeah. without a doubt. No, he's the king. So he helped me uh, link up with some of these initial skate shops and kind of start those conversations. And I'm trying to raise money for the Super Skate Posse as well on this tour. So we're you know doing little uh, fundraisers and stuff throughout the tour to try to raise money for him. Or raise money for that foundation, which is a great foundation, by the way. They serve, uh, they give skateboards and skateboard lessons to underprivileged areas and kids. So that's fucking awesome. I was an underprivileged oh, yeah. kid with no skateboard or that skate park. Radical. So I would have loved to be a part of that super skate posse when I was 11. Yeah. Um, so this time it's cool because in comedy, like you hit up bookers and you hit up venues and the ratio of yes to no's is definitely more in favor of the no's pretty much no matter how big of a comedian you are. Mm-hmm. So with skate shops, I've been like, it's almost like a hundred percent yes ratio. So it's been like for a comedian, like an absolute dream 
to yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, most skate shops they close at eight. They got nothing going on and they're after in that. Great locations. Yeah, and they're in good locations. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we can have a bunch of random yeah. people come in that might end up wanting to buy shoes like the exactly. next day or something. And, Why not? Uh, and it's comedy so easy to produce. It's like everyone just comes and sits in a chair for an hour and leaves. Like mm-hmm. it's so chill compared to a band or even a video premiere or something, you know, where everyone's kind of rowdy. Right. So, so, so far skate shops have been like super receptive and I produced shows in New York for long enough in front of 20, 30 people, audiences that were super fun. So like having a small room like that fills up versus like having a big room that, you know, is only half full. I'd much rather take the small room that's full. Right. So skate shops are like fucking perfect. And they're great acoustics and they're small and it's fucking awesome. So and uh, obviously the more regular people I can bring into skateboarding with their money, the better. (laughs) Yeah. Skateboarding needs it. Yeah, they do. And the shops are the pillar of every skate scene. So the more support you can give skate shops, the the better. Like I, you know, you can't flood them with enough business. I mean, they probably have a pretty, pretty good time getting people to come in for those shows too. Cause they're so like in touch with the community, you know, like skate shops probably more than any other thing that would exist even more than venues. Cause like, well, there's a real community around skateboarding, right? right? Yeah. Like, it's like everybody is involved, and we all go to the same skate shop. So. And, like, seriously invested in it, you know? Right, where we literally are risking our lives every day for... And for our nuts. Still, and our nuts, and our, a half of our dick. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> if we didn't, then what would happen? It was the good half, too. <laughs> the top half? <laughs> yeah. I know, I didn't say it was the top half. Oh, I yo, said it was your the good half. The half. bottom half? The bottom half. That was the one that looked the best. <laughs> but once you get to the top half, it has that weird <laughs> split, you know? And then the and, and split, like the and the say. arms, yeah. And the arms, yeah. They look like toad arms coming off. Can I see this? <laughs> yeah, give me one second. <laughs> Hold on a second. My God, <laughs> is it? It looks pretty normal, right? That's not a penis. Well, I mean, oh, it was a penis. It was. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Do you have a before? Oh yeah, here it is. My God, <laughs> it's beautiful, right? I'm. It's gorgeous. And the bottom half. How very, did you very get good. It, that that neon. Glow. How did you? Uh, years I, of drinking uh, high C ecto cooler. I knew it. Yeah, exclusively high C ecto. My mom cooler. wouldn't let me drink that stuff. Yeah, my mom wouldn't let and me. And now either. my dick doesn't glow. <laughs> oh well, damn it. Come see, come saw. Yeah. Uh, so, um, what, what was I talking about? Um, oh yeah. So doing uh, these shows in skate shops for the skate shop owners and the other community members around these shops, they also finally have like a skate event that they can invite their non-skater friends and family to because right. stand-up comedy is pretty much for everybody. And, you know, it's... Dude, video premiere is such a hard sell for a non-skater. Is. And I understand. Like, I feel... I always felt bad when I was watching skate videos, like, in high school or whatever. You're watching skate videos and, like, like everyone's girlfriend's there and they're, like, so bored. It's like, man, this isn't... This isn't fair. They don't even... They can't even understand what's going on. Do you ever hear on. the people who watch a skate video and then they go, it's all the same. Well, yeah, everything that's a, looks the same. I mean, and I'm sure it does to them. It's just it people, totally does. Yeah, why wouldn't it? I believe them. They don't know the difference between a heel flip and a kick flip, or you know what I mean. Like, I mean, it's the same thing. If I were to watch like football, I'd be like, I don't. Ugh, God, it's this again. I've seen this. I don't know what this is. I don't I know. care. I mean, I felt the same way when I was watching uh, drum videos that my uh, college roommate would watch and be like, "Holy fuck!" Did you hear he went here instead of so but I you gotta admit, fish. Travis Barker does look cool. <laughs> oh, definitely. Um, so so but, is Bob Barker. I'm sorry that I actually had too to soon. 
go for that phone call. Um, it was actually the venue that you're about to do a show at, saying that the other talent has arrived. Oh, great. So I, I think they can that's... start setting up. That's great. Uh, do they even know that? Do you want to text them that? Sure. Yeah, because I mean, out the, but the good news is that the venue is going to be inside. The people who were inside canceled. No way. Yep. Fantastic. Oh, that's I great. Know. Oh, that's great. I know. That's, that's way great. better. I know. My phone just died. I know. <laughs> My phone's dead, too. Um, well, okay, so let's close on this because we got to get out of here. Is that what you're trying to say? Uh... I mean, so probably thanks for the, listening the, to my podcast. I mean, the, we could probably, yeah. I mean, but, probably. I mean, if you want to take a tight five, you want a tight five? This you want to do a tight five right now? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> Can you bring me up with my credits? Do you want uh, me to plug your phone in so you have some charge oh, sure. when you go? Oh, God. Oh, nice my God. Catch. <laughs> um, but yes, so. It is hard to find a skateboard event that you can bring non-skaters to that they will enjoy. So that is one of the things that's been a kind of an unforeseen benefit of these shows is like showing people a part of skateboarding that they may never have seen or understood otherwise. Yeah. And then to kind of explain it to them through stand-up, like through material, mm-hmm. it's uh, they've never really in- engaged with skateboarding in that way. Most people have it. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, it's kind of interesting because it's how you were saying that um, the Fancy Lad videos in themselves are inherently, like, have this aspect of comedy to them. And it was because, you know, we want them to be, have the the uh, sort of more broader uh, entertainment factor that you can watch this video and be entertained even if you don't skate. Do you find do you get reviews like that? Do you oh, have yeah, people all give you time. that feedback? Yeah. That's awesome. Because yeah. I remember that was like oh, yeah. CKY. Like we'd, we'd sit around watching skate videos and be like, "But CKY, you guys will like." Like exactly. I put that on at a party. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that's what I would do with the fancy live videos too. Mm-hmm. But you guys pull off like something that's borderline impossible to do in skating, which is have a sense of humor, right? Like to it, and not only just like the video themselves and the way it's edited or whatever, which is hilarious. Like you have a very amazing you. You can tell you've watched thousands of skate videos. Yeah. When you watch a fancy live video, it's coming from someone who's obsessed with this medium. You yeah. know, I think that reads throughout all of it. Well, that's good. But then it's funny. Like the not just the editing and the random samples of video, but like, the clips of but the, the people themselves. But the skating actually is funny. Oh, like the there's skating. A, the, oh, you a, think the skating's funny? <laughs> and not in a and not in a like silly way necessarily, but there's like like, I'll use Nardo as an example of someone who's like, you have to be so into skateboarding to know what's funny about Biting him your bailing a trick and jumping back on and just finishing his line anyways. Yeah. Like, that is, uh, you know, like you said it before, like, you break a lot of rules. Yeah. Right? And there's all these some said, some unsaid rules of, like, how a skate video should be or what a skateboard trick is. Mm-hmm. And to just kind of throw that all away to make your own thing yeah. and have it be funny. It's like an anomaly. Almost. Well, I mean, we're trying You've now done it several times. We were trying for so long, you know, and then kept, you know, not being the best. So, you know, you know, you have to tear it all down to build something new, you know? Well put. Yeah. What did you tear down? Just any sort of just idea of what like is good. What's going to impress people, you know? Um, and just, completely just think about doing just what hasn't anyone seen before you know just a different but way not of just for the it. sake of it right like do you think you were making it just because it was different but you had like because it seems like you guys had like a real vision for what you wanted um i'm not really sure i mean in the beginning 
I mean, everyone's just, it's the classic thing where like, you know, you're not good enough. You're never going to huck down a, a set or a rail like the standard, like so-and-so, you know, so you need to figure out a way to do something else. And then it's just kind of trying to push uh, whatever you're doing to the ultimate, like as far as it can possibly go. Like you see like a little inkling of it, like, oh, I can't skate the street gap, but I can do a trick down it and then up real quick. And it's just like trying to take that idea of like, um, like cheating. It's like cheating on a test, you know, <laughs> that as yeah, far as find you the, mo- the most creative there, ways to cheat on it. But there is, I mean, like, it's so awesome that you said that you're cheating because they like as a skateboarder, sometimes you can kind of feel like that when yeah. you watch, like you guys have like all of this success and you're, I mean, I remember watching one of your first videos and being like, I could have been having fun this whole time. Yeah. Like I was so pissed and it felt like you guys did cheat your way into a like successful company, but it's be obviously because of, you, you know, you're as obsessed with skateboarding as anybody else. Yeah. You really care about the video. You put all of the effort into it. You tried really hard on all your tricks. Yeah. It wasn't as like, stupid as they are. I, they, it, they take a long time. It's obvious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like I could cheat and do the same thing. I wouldn't. I'd have to have the brain to be able to think of that kind of stuff. And then like actually the time to film it and do it. It's just the same as ollieing the whole gap. It's like trying to do something right. down or into it. And so taking advantage of like. We call them mental hammers because <laughs> it's. <laughs> It you know it's just as hard to think of something that hasn't been that you're not going to see in any other video. You well, know? it's also it's a lot it's a lot easier to get mad at yourself and feel like such a piece of shit when you're doing some of that stuff. You know what I mean? Because it like regular people walk by and see someone skating like a set and not landing stuff and just like falling down a set. Yeah, it looks stupid. But some of this stuff looks very stupid. To... But when you're throwing a board at the wall, right. and it's not, and bouncing, it's not back. bouncing back the right way, <laughs> right. Yeah. and that's so, what you're getting frustrated so about. So you're like, this is a... already stupid. And yeah, so it makes and you feel way worse. I did that with yeah. sets me on a downward spiral, and I'm like, does anyone even care? Is this even good? Why am I even doing this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like full carry gets on a on a caveman yeah. shoeless board slide or something, right? Like, yeah. I love that stuff because I get it. It's every skateboarder can relate to that because whether or not you're doing something silly or goofy or a board has a hinge in it or whatever, like yeah. I we did the same thing learning backtails today. Right, it's like it's the same thing, same process. And so for me, like I, I put in so much, so hard to learn some of these tricks. You know what I mean, like. And so am I going to really put in time yeah. like it, to learn a, like a no comply varial heel or something like that when I'm like, no, I just want to do a varial heel. Like it's already so hard to do. And I want to like spend all this time trying to figure out no complies or whatever. And that's what my attitude was all of skateboarding. And it's not until I'm older now to where I'm like, no, just be grateful that you can do anything and just totally have fun. Yeah. And it's, uh, I honestly thank like fancy lad and shit like that for making me and like tons of other skaters feel fully okay. Like not judged anymore. So much of it is just not wanting to be judged by other skateboarders. Yeah. So I'm right. not going to sit in the corner and practice throwing my board at a wall. Like you know what I mean? right, <laughs> half, half the thing of like learning a really hard or technical trick is like, you're not doing it for you. You're doing it for everybody else. Yeah. You're doing it. Some, so so you can it. get some, some cloud or recognition right. of being like, wow, that guy's good. 
some of it is that like there's enough tricks where i'm like was that fun like i just did that i've always felt that about jumping down stuff i've never really been a leaping lizard and when i do land something it doesn't i'm not like i get the same amount of satisfaction like doing something down a staircase as on flat so if i do like a sick heel flip on flat for me personally it feels the exact same as if i did it down a 10 stair right like satisfaction wise but uh uh, I don't know where I was going with this. The point is, uh, I don't like jumping upstairs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could see that that being like a, a very satisfying feeling because there is no, like, if you huck down a stair set, even if it's, let's say, a kick flipping down a five, mm -hmm. I know the feeling about riding away from a kick flip down a five. And it feels pretty fucking good. You back good. that up? Dude, I was going to say, you should try back healing down a five. <laughs> exactly. Nice, dude. Um, but I keep getting text messages about this show. We should really go. Oh, I was just going to say, we got 20 minutes till it and, starts. Yeah. But I want to say before we leave, uh, this episode is going to be coming out on the 26th of, of this month. Yeah. Oh, great. So do you have anything? Is there anything you can plug after that coming up? Is that okay? Um, check me out at the Tampa contest. I'll be doing some streaming stuff for Tampa pro and, uh, putting out a lot of content, I'm doing like a best joke contest where Dude, I'm just asking yeah. pros to like, give me their favorite, like street jokes. Is that going to be online as well? Yeah. Oh yeah. That'll oh, be dude, online. I think yeah. it'll be through Tampa, but if not, it'll be all through my social media and stuff. Dude, and awesome. then, uh, look, listen to my album, addictive tickle and, uh, my podcast, addictive tickle. Where can you find the album Addictive? On Tickle? all of the streaming platforms. Tickle. It's mm -hmm. on if you want to pay money for it, you can go to Bandcamp. I would love you for life. Mm -hmm. uh, you so pay check whatever out the you Bandcamp want. first. Bandcamp's nice, but it's also you can stream it on Apple Music and oh, you can pay whatever you Spotify. want on Bandcamp. Oh, come on. Go so. go to Bandcamp and throw them at least a dollar yeah. for it if you're gonna listen yeah. to it. You ain't gonna get okay. shit if you and go I to got Spotify. Those re recovering adult skateboarder t shirts on my website as oh, well. Oh hell yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? That sounds great, but I think that we have a show to do. Do we do? You're Love right. you guys. This was awesome. Thanks so much for having me. Dude, thank you for coming in. We appreciate it. I'm glad we could squeeze this out. And Dude, you know I what? said stop saying squeeze. I'm still super tender. I know. I know. But uh, hey, until next time. Oh, is there anything you wanted to say? Keep on rocking in the free world. Oh, I fucking knew it. Uh, yeah.